0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Today, we're moving on to unit three, which is civil liberties and civil rights. Uh, Remember, the first two units were the big ones. uh, The biggest chunk of your AP test, uh, AP government test. Um, The last three units, um, civil liberties, civil rights is is fairly, uh, I don't say big, but it's a a pretty good chunk of the test. Or not a pretty good chunk. The the biggest chunk is is number two. Uh, But this is 13 to 18 percent, and it's pretty Specific. So, uh, let's get rolling through the uh, the content that the College Board people want you to know. Um, As always, you know, if you have questions about something that I talk about in the podcast, please come see me during class time. uh, Email me. um, However, you want to get the text reminds. However, you want to get a hold of me, just come see me. Let's talk out these things. Okay. Uh, So, the civil rights and civil liberties. First off, what are civil liberties and civil rights? Uh, Civil liberties are the protections uh, that we all have from the government, okay? And they're outlined in the Bill of Rights, and that's one of the big first the, the big first things we'll talk about in just a second. So civil liberties, those are the things that we have, the rights we have as citizens that protect us from the government. The government cannot take these things away. They cannot take our free speech away, our right to no search and our unlawful search and seizures and things like that, okay? Uh, and they are outlined in the Bill of Rights, um, and that is that's where it comes from. OK, um, and we we've, we've gone over the big, you know, that was the debate uh, or the the issue that the anti-Federalists wanted was those those Bill of Rights. Uh, they wanted those protections because they were worried that the government would take those away. OK, um, so once again, the Bill of Rights is spelled out now. <clears throat> is are those things always guaranteed? Is it always just, hey, we're we're protected? No, there's always challenges. So let's go through. Uh, A couple of the first uh, amendments and some of the challenges that you need to know and things like that. Okay, so first up in the first amendment, there's five things in the first amendment. The first one we're going to talk about is religion. So uh, you have freedom of religion. Everybody hears that and sees that and, and thinks, hey, I can do what I want to. And you can to an extent. But uh, that's not all the, the First Amendment and the freedom of religion is about. OK, so a couple of key things to remember about the, the, the freedom of religion. First off is the Establishment Clause and then the Free Exercise Clause. OK, so the Establishment Clause says two things. It says that the government will not create a state-sponsored religion. That's why we're never going to have a uh, first church in the United States or something like that that we're first to, forced to go to. And you're also not going to have a um, uh a rules or laws that are made that favor one religion over the other. Okay. Out of the establishment clause comes the first case you need to know. And that's Engel versus Vital it happened up in New York up in 1962. Uh, before each class, the, the school and the teacher would leave the, the kids in a prayer. It was a short prayer, but it did uh, upset some people and uh, they are going to sue based on, on that. And the, uh, the fact that, Hey, the establishment Clause says, we're going to, to keep um, there's not a, a, a state sponsored religion and schools are, are run by the government. And so uh, you can't do that. And the courts are going to agree with them. And this is why we don't pray in school. OK, it's because of that violation of the establishment clause. Uh, and this is where we get the separation of church state, uh, and all those things. OK, uh, so that's you know one of the big cases to know is Engel versus Vital and the establishment clause. And there's others we talked about in, in, in class. And remember the um, the the College Board gave you a, a list, and it's on E-Class, um, a list of the court cases you have to know. Any other case they ask you about, and they could ask you about anything, but they're going to give you the information about it. Okay, so they might say compare these two cases, and here's Engel versus Vital, which you should know is the prayer and school case, and then here's this other case that's similar, but they're going to give you all the information they want you to have about that. So you should be able to make a uh, and decide, you know, what the answer is. All right. At least that's what they told us you're, they're going to do. We'll have to wait and see uh, how the test is. All right. The other side of freedom of religion is free exercise. And free exercise says that we can worship how we want to. Okay. I'm free to go to church on Sunday. You're free to go to church on Saturday or whatever it is we do. Okay. But there are limitations on the free exercise clause. Remember, this is where we get into those illegal things. So you can't do illegal activities, activities. Um, And and the big case to know here is Wisconsin versus Yoder. Uh, This was the Amish case where the the Amish families wanted to pull their kids out of school. Uh, But it's against Wisconsin law Uh, and says that your kids have to attend. Uh, school and so the the Yoder's okay. And other groups of Amish families are going to sue, and uh, the Supreme Court's going to agree with them that this law does violate their free exercise rights. Okay, and uh, they can pull their kids out of school. So Wisconsin versus Yoder was a win. Now there's other cases where free exercise was not uh, granted. All right, the uh, polygamy case with the Reynolds versus U.S. Um, the case of Smith versus Oregon, where the the two Native Americans showed up to uh, their job um, high on peyote. Okay, Uh, they were fired. They could not collect unemployment. And when they sued, saying free exercise. The Supreme Court said, no, you can't do illegal stuff. So you cannot do illegal things and say that it is part of your religious beliefs. Sorry about that. All right. Next up is the freedom of speech. OK. And freedom of speech, we can do and say what we want to. For the most part, uh, there are some limitations put on us. Uh, and there's been some times where the courts have, have you know, kind of went and said, yeah, you can do what you want to. Remember There's symbolic speech with Texas versus Johnson, the flag burning thing. OK, uh, the big case you got to know here, there's two of them, actually, is Tinker versus Des Moines and uh, Shank. And once again, I don't know exactly how to say Shank, but I, that's what I'm going to go with. Shank versus U.S. All right. Tinker versus Des Moines. You probably got the case in U.S. history. So hopefully you remember it from that if you don't remember it from class. This is where the kids, the Tinkers, uh, wore armbands to school to protest the Vietnam War, were suspended and uh, got in trouble. OK, they're going to appeal their suspension and the courts are going to rule that uh, you can wear those armbands. You can protest that. It's a part of the it's a part of the freedom of speech. Okay. Uh, Shank, on the other hand, was way back when, 1919 or so. Uh, he was protesting the, the draft during World War I. He said it violates the 13th Amendment and the, the um, abolition of, of involuntary servitude. Uh, he was arrested and he's going to appeal his case saying, hey, freedom of speech, I can say what I want to. But uh, they created the clear and present danger. He was supposedly creating a clear and present danger. And so his uh, arrest was upheld. Okay, so you don't get to say just what you want to. Uh, there are regulations based on the you know where you're at. Uh, once again, you can't run into the lunch room and say something. Uh, there's a bomb or there's a shooter. or You can't run into a, a, a theater or something like that. Uh, there's also <clears throat> um, where you can't make obscene gestures. You can't uh, say offensive things uh, and, and, and things like that. OK. Uh, next up is the freedom of the press. New York Times versus U.S. is the big case. You got to know here. And uh, this is where um, the New York Times is going to sue based on prior restraint, uh, And they want to be able to, to uh, publish what they want to. The United States government is trying to stop them. And uh, the Supreme Court is going to say, no, you, you cannot do that prior restraint. OK. Uh, OK, moving on from the First Amendment. Now, there's other cases that deal with the First Amendment. There's a lot of First Amendment cases and we went over a lot of them in class. But once again, there's only a couple you got to really know uh, that you'll have to be able to pull information from on your own. The rest of the cases they add, if they if they throw on their Morse versus Frederick or the um whatever other case they might do, they're going to give you the information they need. They want you to have. All right. Second amendment is the right to bear arms. Uh, This is always up for debate and always up for a challenge. I'm not looking to get into a big discussion here, but you do need to know that the second amendment does protect the right to bear arms. And a couple of court cases you might want to just be aware of is DC versus Heller and Chicago versus McDonald. Both of these are going to um, allow, and I don't want to say extend, uh, but they were wins for the, uh, the gun rights, uh, and the, the people who support, um uh, guns. Okay. All right. Next up is balancing your individual freedom with public order and safety. And we get into a couple of amendments here. The eighth amendment. Okay. It's the first one. Uh, that's the cruel unusual punishment. Uh, and it, it usually is going to be the, the death penalty here. Okay. And you've got a couple of them You got Greg versus Georgia and Furman versus Georgia, uh, Greg versus Georgia happened first and it's going to put a stop to the, to the death penalty for a while, you can still give the, the penalty uh, as a, a state uh, and as a, you know, you have in your jurisdiction over court cases and, and whatnot. You can still give it. You just can execute it. And then uh, Firm versus George is going to come along and it's going to say, you know what, the death penalty is constitutional. It is not cruel and unusual. And basically the main thing to know there is that it allows states to make decisions. So that's why some states have the death penalty. Other states don't have it. Okay. Uh, also, with this balance is the second and fourth amendment, second amendment we already talked about. That is your right to bear arms and your right to, to the guns. Uh, the fourth amendment, though, deals with the uh, search and seizure. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the topic is, is balancing individual freedom with your public order and safety. And how much of that, you know, do we have to give up uh, and allow for search and seizures? Okay. Now there are certain things they cannot do. The government cannot come in and just search you for no reason. There's three things they can they can do. They can have a warrant, they can have uh, probable cause, or they can ask your permission. And That's what they can use to search you, all right? Um, and there's a couple cases. The big one to know is Map versus Ohio. Map M A P P. Uh, this is where they used illegally obtained evidence against Map to arrest her. Um, And they cannot do that. It's called the exclusionary rule. They cannot use illegally obtained evidence against you. That's up to your lawyer to get that stuff kicked out. Uh, But they cannot use that stuff against you. But once again, you know, when you're thinking about this this topic here, uh, how much of your individual freedom um, versus the public order and public safety? And that's where that search and seizure comes from. How much are you having to give up to protect everybody else? Okay. Uh, next topic is selective incorporation. Uh, selective incorporation. All this means. Don't get freaked out if you see it. Is that the states are responsible for the Bill of Rights? Okay. Uh, they, the states, and they still do sometimes. The cities also. They don't want to enforce all the Bill of Rights because they say it doesn't apply to them. But selective incorporation, in a specific case, Gitlow versus New York, says that. The Bill of Rights is applicable to everybody. Okay. It's applicable to the cities. It's applicable to the states. Uh, this was the Chicago versus McDonald case with the gun rights. Um, the city of Chicago had some pretty stringent <clears throat> gun control laws out there uh, after DC versus Heller, uh, which was another gun control case. Um, they said, you know, select a corporation, city of Chicago, you, this Bill of Rights stuff and these court cases apply to you uh, also. Okay. <clears throat> All right, next up is due process and the rights of the accused. So we're getting into the Fifth and Sixth Amendment here. Um, Basically, you have rights from the time, you know, you commit a crime until the the booking and then even in your incarceration. All right. uh, You have all kinds of of rights uh, with the Fifth and Sixth Amendment. Um, The Fifth Amendment is usually going to be referencing the Miranda rights or the Miranda rule where. Uh, You have to be read your rights. You're not you can't be forced to talk to the police uh, and all that kind of stuff. And your best bet is if you're arrested, you wait for a lawyer. It's just uh, it's just a smart idea. Don't get arrested. First off, uh, public service announcement there. Don't be getting arrested. But if you are, wait for you. Wait till you get a lawyer to come. They know they know everything. Okay. at least, hopefully, you get a good one that knows everything. Um, but anyways, so the Fifth Amendment uh, not only you know, do you, it's not self-incrimination, but it's also when you're you know on the stand, uh, you can't be forced to testify against yourself. Uh, and and the Sixth Amendment is going to allow you to have uh, a jury trial and, and, and things like that. Okay, uh, we also sometimes see the Fourth Amendment in here, the rights of the accused because of the search and seizure stuff. Um, there are, you know, they can't do warrantless searches of your cell phone and things like that. Um, so just, uh, you know, the fourth, fifth, sixth amendments, a lot of those are are protections for people who are arrested. A couple of court cases to know here, Gideon versus Wainwright is the big one uh, that you'll want to know. This is the, what's going to guarantee the right to an attorney. So you can you can get an attorney. And we already talked about the exclusionary rule. But Once again, illegally obtained evidence can't be used against you. It doesn't have anything to do with getting versus Wainwright, um, But just keep that in mind. That's Matt versus Ohio. Yeah, so those are two big ones. OK. Uh, all right. Moving on. Due process and the right to privacy is next up. And uh, your know, privacy is not in the Constitution. It's not in the Bill of Rights. It's not anywhere. <clears throat> uh, this is something that the courts pulled out of the Fourth Amendment. Okay, and the fact that we have uh, a right to privacy. Okay, now what is due process? Due process is just all that stuff that goes into once you're arrested, you're you're getting your rights read to you, you're getting a lawyer, you're going to see a judge, you're going to uh, you not be thrown in some black hole and left forever. Uh, all those things are part of due process. Uh, the big court case for the right to privacy is Roe versus Wade. Okay, that's the abortion case. Uh, Roe wanted an abortion in Texas is against Texas law, so she's going to sue. Um, and and you know, in the meantime, she has the kid. But eventually, the Supreme Court is going to rule: Hey, women have a right to privacy. And so that's where we're at. And this is a, a case that's probably important here coming up because you know, Georgia's um, you know, got their heartbeat bill; they want, they want to get passed and all that kind of stuff. So um, just uh, it's something to to watch and, and look for. But uh, due process and the right to privacy. Due process is your guarantees of um, right to lawyers and things like that, and then your right to privacy, okay? Uh, All right, getting into um, social movements and equal protection, so kind of moving from civil liberties into civil rights. So we defined civil liberties at the beginning. Let's now define civil rights. Uh, So civil liberties is the protections from the government. Civil rights is where the government is trying to do the protections, and they're protecting uh, groups that have traditionally been discriminated against. And so this is, you know, the them making laws, the Civil Rights Act, the Voting Rights Act, um, and and passing laws, affirmative action, and things like that, that are trying to protect groups that have been traditionally discriminated against. Okay, Um, So the Civil Rights Act is probably the big one. Uh, It protects uh, you from discrimination based on race, religion, origin, sex, all those sorts of things are protected uh, with the Civil Rights Act Um, And it's um, it's a big one. Okay, it's something to know. Um, Equal protection clause. uh, This is part of the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment is a big one. Uh, When we're talking. Civil rights and 14th Amendment, the equal protection clause comes up. All it means is that every law is going to be applied equally to everybody just because I'm a 41 year old male uh, and you're an 18 year old female. The law is still going to be applied to us the same. All right, there's not going to be uh, any differences. At least that's what it's supposed to be. OK, uh, one of the big documents to know from this section is Martin Luther King Jr.'s letter from a Birmingham jail. And just uh, remember, you know, one of the big things he's writing about in there is that he is his civil disobedience is the, the, the way to go. Okay, And that's where you're going to uh, ignore unjust laws. OK. Uh, all right. Government responses to social movements. Uh, the big case here is the 14th Amendment, I uh, excuse me, it's Brown versus Board of Education. Uh, and in this, they said that the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause was violated uh, because of the whole separate That comes from Plessy versus Ferguson back in the late 1890s, 1896, or something like that. Uh, Brown versus Board of Education is going to overturn that and they're going to have to integrate schools. All right. Now, once again, uh, we talk about this a great deal the fact that the, the states did not jump on board right away. And it took a long time for uh, some of those states and cities to actually integrate their schools. So, uh, And it took the Civil Rights Act to really get them going. Uh, there's a chart, in one of the, I know it's random, but there's a chart in one of the, the PowerPoints that shows you, hey, here's a straight line, almost at 0% of um, schools integrated in the South. And all of a sudden the Civil Rights Act kicks in where the federal government can now come and start prosecuting people. And all of a sudden there's a huge uptick and upswing in the, uh, the schools. So, uh, all of that's kind of tied together there. Okay. Another part of the civil rights act that you need to know is the title nine, uh, of the education amendment act is kind of a, a part of that. Uh, and that's tied to schools and equal treatment. Uh, and for us nowadays, really, it applies mostly to, to sports and athletics. Um, there's, you, you have to have the same amount of boys and girls school, uh, Sports uh, facilities are supposed to be equal, and all those sorts of things, and it comes from that. Okay, the Voting Rights Act is another thing you need to know. The voting Rights Act, 1965, as much good as the Civil Rights Act, 1964, did, it did not do uh, enough for the voting, and so the Voting Rights Act was created. And it made it easier um, and safer to uh, to register to vote and actually to go out and vote, uh, and it's going to ho- show a huge upswing in the number of voters and also uh, elected African American officials. Okay. Uh, So this is a big thing from that. Uh, Last couple things here, balancing minority and majority rights. And uh, that's the topic, but it's a lot of the same stuff. The 14th amendment with equal protection clause, which we've talked about the Brown versus board of education case, which got rid of segregation, which we've talked about already. Uh, So I'm not going to go back over that stuff. It's just one of the topics from the college board. Um, Then lastly is affirmative action. Okay. Affirmative action is a program that the government created uh, to try and uh, make up for past discriminations, um, they uh, they would get businesses and uh, and, other, and colleges. Sometimes they had to have a certain amount of minority, uh, either students or workers or employees or whatever it might be. Okay, the big case to know here is California University of California versus Bach. Bach wanted in. He was a um, he returned from Vietnam, wanted to go to medical school. He was denied. He is going to sue because of affirmative action. And the courts are going to say, hey, affirmative, act, affirmative action is okay, but quotas are not. So you can't have that set aside, the racial set aside. Uh, and this gets backed up with Gratz versus, or excuse me, Gutter Grutter versus Bollinger. I think a, a University of Michigan Law School student wants in. She's not in. And uh, it's because uh, the University of Michigan Law School is trying to diversify, so she felt like she wasn't getting them because of that. Uh, the Supreme Court once again said, "Hey, affirmative action is okay. You can do this. You can't have racial set aside, but you can use race, um, you know, as part of the decision. It's not supposed to be the only thing that makes a decision and gets people in the school, but uh, it can be used as a uh, as an as a benefit." Okay. All right. So there are civil liberties and civil rights. I think we covered everything uh, that the, the College Board wants you to know. Once you remember civil liberties, those are the protections from the government, okay? we The self government can't take away from us, and the civil rights, that is the government trying to protect us. The big thing, the big thing to remember from civil liberties, civil rights, is the 14th Amendment, okay? And that is uh, defines citizenship, but more importantly, it gives you due process, so prefer- protects your due process. Remember, those are the things that happen when you're arrested, and it also provides for equal protection, the protection clause, okay? Every law is supposed to be equally applied. All right. Only two more of these podcasts to go for you. If you're reviewing, if you're listening to these things, uh, hopefully you're getting something from them. Uh, We're going to do unit four and unit five. uh, And then I'm going to do one more. They just kind of talk very briefly about the new format of the test and and all that kind of stuff since it is, has been redesigned. Uh, Spend most of the time on the FRQs. Uh, They are a little bit different than they have in the past. Although I think everybody should be able to handle uh, them because you're going to have the content. All right. Hope everybody is well. And uh, let's get a, a good groundless test. All right.